Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to Booth Talk from the After Movie Diner. And on this episode, I talked to an actor probably best known for her early TV cult successes, Freaks and Geeks, and the last series of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Sarah Hagen, who can now be seen as the lead in the challenging psychological drama thriller horror opposite diner favorite Barbara Crampton, Sunchoke. I talked to her all about the making of that film and getting her start in the business with Freaks and Geeks. Hope you enjoy. Um, so what first drew you to the project of Sunchoke? Um, it was the, the, the challenge, I guess, of the role of Janie. Um, uh, that tortured me, I guess, I guess to the project. Um, there were, there's a lot of mystery behind Jamie. I have to do with a lot of research and developing my own backstory for the character. Um, a lot of physical like research, um, as far as like the seizure episodes and like wearing the shock collar and like all that. So it's like I've never, I haven't played a character like this before either. So it was, it was scary, but it was in a risk, but, um, that's why I kind of had to do it as an actor. I mean, as an actor, this is what you, you hope for. You, you hope for challenging, uh, characters and, and being able to portray them like all the time. Otherwise, I think it would just get a little boring. <laughs> yeah, of <laughs> course. playing the same roles all the time. But, uh, so yeah, it was, that was really exciting for me, um, to get, get this opportunity. Yeah, exactly. I was going to ask about sort of the, the not only the physicality, but also the sort of psychology of the role and the demands of that. Um, how did you cope yeah. and sort of what role did your, or both the director, but also your, um, uh, the rest of the cast, how did they help with that? Yeah, um, the director helped a lot. Like he had already like put together like a, list of like YouTube like links that he's used for um watching like seizures and um seeing what they entail um as well as like the shock color and like and then also like weird um uh, cadence cadences of speech like where someone's like potentially really like drugged or whatever and so they have a hard time like speaking normal words there's some videos on that as well as like um script on that so um and then he had like a list of like films too that he used um to you know uh that had similar themes um and style that he was trying to get across and portray in Sancho. uh so he sent me over all that stuff which is stuff that he had already put together um so it was just up to me to spend those two weeks before we started shooting to really dive in and do as much of that research as I possibly could, as watch as many films, like videos, like all that stuff, 
Um, and then as well as just going through the script and, and figuring out where, what state emotionally Janie is in for this particular moment in yeah. the film. Uh, so yeah, there was just a lot of that I had to do. And, you know, working with Barbara and Sarah, they're both, they're great. They were, they were prepared. Like we didn't get like a lot of time to like hang out or like get to know each other before we started filming, but, uh, which was fine for, the relationship that Janie and Savannah has because, you know, Janie doesn't know Savannah and Savannah doesn't know Janie, so it's totally fine. Um, but for Irma and Janie's relationship, it was a bit more like, all right, we don't know each other, but we're going to have to act like we have known each other for as long as I've, Janie's been alive. So, um, but Barbara is just, is an amazing actress and she makes you feel so like comfortable and gives you so much as an actor that it was really easy for me to to uh create that chemistry with her and right off the bat and you know work work with her so yeah it was nice yeah no she's i've actually spoken to barbara a couple of times on the show and she's she's fantastic she's one of my favorites were you aware of her um body of work did the did some of the roles that I, she had played in the past know that you were in safe hands kind of thing? I was not um, until after we finished shooting Sun Show, which was actually better for me because otherwise I probably would have been like, I can't act next to you. You're like a screen queen, like goddess in this genre, and I, I can't fuck with that. But like, um, so it's good that it was like, I don't really know anything about <laughs> Barbara, except that she is this well-seasoned actress, and and that's all I really knew. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it, I didn't really know anything. So yeah, it was good. It was good. I think the way it worked out was was perfect. Yeah, no, you work very well well together. Certainly in the in the finished um, article, and uh, you know, I obviously I, I know it to be very. Um, friendly and supportive so that's that's awesome um and so if you weren't necessarily yeah. aware aware of her work were you aware of sort of was this looked on as a horror thriller film um or was it was it played more for the uh for the drama and it just happened to have sort of um, horrific and thriller aspects or were you definitely making a genre film no i think i mean i never really play genre um, I kind of just play a character going through a certain situation. Um, so I, I guess in that aspect, it would been, I, I played the drama of it, you know, and um, more of the psychology of it, I guess, in the, the mental state of, of the character. Um, and then there were just these horrific aspects that were part of it. And what were both the benefits for you, but also the maybe the constriction or restrictions for you of um, such a small cast and such a small sort of um, uh, set of sets, if that makes sense, set of uh, setting? I think it's it, smaller sets are nice in the sense that you um, feel like you can be more um, creative and flexible like there's <laughs> there's more room to like breathe you know <laughs> which is yeah, funny because you know it's, it's not like claustrophobic there's not just 10 lots of people surrounding you so it also makes you feel a little bit more like you can be vulnerable and 
um, and that's okay. Uh, so, uh, it was nice. I like smaller, I like smaller sets, personally, like, um, but obviously it also means that there's a lot of people doing not just one job, but multiple jobs, and things might take a little bit longer to get set up and, and move around and, um, all that stuff, but, um, in the, in the end, I feel like it's a little bit more intimate of an experience. Yeah. And you've, you've worked obviously before, um, in two, uh, cult shows that still have, uh, exceptionally large followings in, um, Buffy and Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Um, uh, what, what has that mm-hmm. experience been like and, and what does it mean to you now with a little bit of hindsight from both series? Um, those experiences were amazing. I mean, they're some of my first experiences. I mean, Freaks and Geeks was my first, um, real work here in Los Angeles. Um, I was doing mostly theater in, in Houston, Texas. So, um, so that was amazing. And, and we didn't know, I mean, we all thought it was like an awesome thing what we were creating at the time, but we didn't know now that it would be a cult sensation. You know what I mean? Um, And it was all of our, like, first things. Like, you know, James Franco wasn't James Franco. (laughs) He was Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, like, Judd Apatow or Paul Steve. You know, like, and it was, it was, we were a family for that whole year of, like, filming. And um, we were making something uh, that was just, we all had, like, a creative responsibility and saying and um yeah it, that was just that was that was a fabulous um start <laughs> for yeah. the first thing that I've ever done in LA like I couldn't have asked for a better experience and then I went to Buffy which was um you know and I I didn't watch like a lot of TV growing up and so I really didn't know the success of Buffy the Vampire Slayer when I uh, worked on the show um even though it was in its seventh season, so it had great success, you know, at that point. Yeah. Um, and they've already developed, like, a way of working, a system, a formula, like, everything like that. So everyone was in their groove. Things were running pretty smoothly. There were hiccups here and there, but, like, really, it was just, like, it was a set-in set, like, it was functioning. Whereas recent Geese, like, we were all still, like, figuring out, like, what this show is and what it's all about and all that stuff, you know, like... Buffy was set. It was it was in its last season, and everyone knew it was last season. It was a much different. It's a very different experience. It was a it was a darker set, and not in the in the sense of everyone was depressed. I mean, like the sets were darker, the clothing was darker. Like you know, we got vampires and uber vamps and makeup, yeah. heavy makeup, and all that stuff, and fighting. Um, so that was exciting for me because it was just like. Uh, <laughs> it was so different, um, uh, and it was fun, and and these these sets were amazing that I got to work on. So that was awesome. And then I just didn't realize how huge of a cult following like Buffy had. Um, and so when I did these shows, I had no idea. I was just kind of going through the motions. I was just doing. I was just playing these char- playing this character and. And going, and then at the end, like, 
I now have realized that I was a part of two cult shows um, that is amazing. Um, uh, and it, you know, helped me as an actor um, get more opportunities um, like these, like being in independent films and stuff. And, um, you know, you also, I guess, which I didn't really realize doing for some weeks, but, you know, I kind of sometimes get pigeonholed as Millie. Like, I can't seem to get out of, um, well, she's Millie. Like, <laughs> like she can't yeah. play anything else, um, <laughs> which is unfortunate and, and a little fascinating. It's a lot harder for me. You think, like, it would be easy for me because I've done these shows, so it's like, maybe I'll get more work and, and the work will come more easily, but it, it's hard um, for me because I can't get past that iconic character. Um, yeah. And that's why I do love doing independent film um, is for these opportunities of playing these characters that I'm not given on, you know, network television or uh, feature like studio films, you know, it's like right. this. These are these opportunities are great for me, and it's it's mostly to um, develop myself as an actor even more, and you know, for exposure in that sense. And, um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I answered your question. But. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And and so the plan will be to do more. Um, more of these types of films. Obviously, I hope that uh, Suntrope gains its own large cult following and that and obviously people see it and um, they see uh, you yeah. doing something that is 180 from the characters they may know you from TV. It is a, a far more, right. as you said, physically and mentally um, exerting uh, role, um, which is fantastic. So is the plan to do more of these? Is this what we can... Uh, uh, expect to see you in in the future more films where you're stretching your uh, uh, roles and abilities yes I mean I hope so that's I mean yeah absolutely um, I'm go- I you know I hope to you know do more you know uh, network television type of stuff or cable television I mean there's so much amazing television that's on right now that it's like I I can't wait to be a part of um, another show, you know, and and uh, have that to look forward to every week, you know, and, and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, no, I want to continue to do independent films and stretch my abilities as an actor and, you know, yeah. So I want, yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's work. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, look, I love to do. Yeah, of course. So, no, all the best of luck with uh, Sunshine, and um, I wish you and the Thank rest you. of the cast and the crew all the best of luck with it in the future. And thanks for your time today. Yeah, thank you so much. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.